0: Uh, in just a moment, we're going to bring on uh, Bob Tariba and Mary Alessio. Uh, for the past 15 years, uh, Bob Tariba has been had an unwavering passion and loyalty for, uh, for inspiring and serving those in need as the Executive Director of Catholic Charities in Southern Minnesota. And now retirement is coming up. And so uh, uh, he and Mary are going to be um, uh, offering some reflections mm-hmm. uh, on who and what have inspired him along the way and just the experience that you've had uh, throughout these past 15 years. So, uh, Bob, Mary, welcome to the show this morning. Thank you
1: very Thank much, Thank you very Father. much,
2: Father. And Michael, good That's to see you. Good. Thank you.
0: Great for you to be here today. And why don't we start with Bob? Why don't you tell us
2: a little bit about yourself? And then when you're done, we can go over to Mary. Just kind of give us a, a brief sure. description of what you guys do and, and, and your... You can do a little bit of your personal life, too, if you want. (laughs) Go ahead, Bob. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Michael. Um, Yeah, you know, uh, for the last 19 years, I've been the Executive Director of Catholic Charities for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and um, it's really been a joy and a privilege to do that. Um, I feel very blessed that I've had this opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, Prior to our family moving to Winona, um, my wife Delia and I and our two sons um, moved from Springfield, Illinois, where I um, had the good fortune and blessing of working for Catholic Charities for 18 years uh, in Springfield, central Illinois. Um, it's um, Springfield, I grew up in the Chicago area, mm-hmm. and I think we'll probably touch on that a little bit later on. A little bit. Uh, but, um, you know, Springfield is... Um, Where uh, we've got great farmland there, great uh, land for uh, soybeans and corn and rich soil, deep, dark soil, wonderful for that. And it's also very, very flat. (laughs) And so... And so when we moved uh, to Winona, right along the banks of the Mississippi River and the bluffs, it's just gorgeous. Yep. And we were struck by the scenic beauty of it. And <laughs> I never, ever take those bluffs for granted yeah. uh, coming yeah. from, from Illinois. But um, yeah, uh, real quick, um, um, I, in college, I got a degree from the University of Illinois in accounting. Mm-hmm. And um, the um, working. Um, in Il- in Springfield for a CPA firm. I was a CPA and uh, really enjoyed that work. But I was in my middle 20s, and I think I started that whole process of questioning um, the, the uh, uh, idea of faith brought it up in it brought up in St. Ann's uh, grade school in Lansing, Illinois. Um, it, it was that whole process of exploring faith and the the faith you you um, if you're fortunate you you bring as a child and then taking that to the next step and what it, does it mean in terms of relevancy as an adult. Mm-hmm. And I really uh, explored that and. Through a process of spiritual direction and uh, uh, journaling and prayer, I I came to the conclusion that it was a reasonable proposition (laughs) to believe in God. And... Not that reason confirms faith, but it sets the table for th- that. Mm-hmm. And, and that was very important to me. I think maybe that logic and reason kind of came from my uh, training as an accountant. So, yeah. um, so anyway, um, that kind of was taking place in uh, my mid-20s. And uh, based on that, um, I started to form my relationship with God. And I thought I had a call to priesthood. Uh, I know I'm going a little long here. I hope no, no it all no, just fine. <laughs> and uh, so I, I spent a year in the seminary in the Diocese of Springfield, Illinois, and it was one of the most wonderful years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, studying theology and philosophy and prayer and the Bible and spiritual direction, and it was just wonderful. And after a year the process worked I realized I did not have a vocation yep. To, yep. to priesthood sure. and so it was in the summer of um, 1982 and it was like okay where what happens next and the job as controller for Catholic Charities Springfield Diocese opened up and uh, I interviewed with Father John Braylor and got the job hmm. and I've been working for Catholic Charities ever since awesome. fantastic, and um, so in a lot of ways it's been my vocation Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mary, why don't you share a little bit?
1: Oh, well, I... I'm just enthralled. I love listening to your stories. And you know I have a connect with Bob just um, as far as where we both came from because I'm from the Chicago area as well. I've been um, in um, Minnesota for, um, oh gosh, about 17 years, but I've been with um, Catholic Charities for 15 of those. And a good portion of that most people who are listeners know that I was the director of the Refugee Resettlement Program Mm -hmm. for many years Mm -hmm. and transitioned to being the director of advanced for Catholic charity. Mm-hmm. So how blessed am I to go from being a program director to be able to share the stories of the 17 programs of Catholic Charities mm-hmm. and to have this wonderful man at the head of the table, you know, we always kind of think of it that um, we're a family, you know, we're, we're the family of Catholic Charities and we take care of those out um, within Southern Minnesota who we feel are family and Bob's always been um, at the head of the table for us, you know, like the father of, uh, of our family. I'm not saying that you're that old, Bob. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave. Is that part all right yeah thanks for clarifying that tiring, so, you know. <laughs> well thank you we're talking to mary alessio and uh, bob tariba from catholic charities here in the diocese of winona rochester uh, you're listening to real presence live and you know bob as you, as you reflect back on 19 years here 18 years in springfield um, what's uh, you know what's it been like just to be able to work with this organi- organization, um, and you know who are some of the people that have inspired you along the way uh, to keep you going and ultimately to become the man that you are today.
2: Yeah, well, thanks uh, for that question, Father. Um, you know, like I said uh, just you know uh, earlier, that it's it's really been a joy and a privilege, and I really think uh, that it's a calling, mm-hmm. um, and I feel very blessed that. Um, I had that call and I and I uh, responded but God has been very uh, very good and uh, uh, I I feel like you you can't you can't really work as an executive director of Catholic charities you wouldn't last two months if if it wasn't predicated on your faith and your relationship with God and so you know you just can't do it it's it's the Lord's work and that's so it's a joy and a privilege the um in terms of uh my early maybe affinity for catholic charities i can remember growing up in saint anne's um uh grade school in parish in lansing illinois south suburbs of chicago and that was in the chicago archdiocese and so i i always had this Sense that Chicago Catholic Charities was this, like the city of Chicago, city of broad shoulders, this, you know, big sprawling compassionate entity that really helped people regardless of their faith tradition, and I think that really appealed to me from the the get-go. But I also have to give a lot of credit in terms of inspiration uh, to my mom and dad, mm-hmm. um, the way they lived their lives. Um, they um, Pretty much a blue collar uh, upbringing where uh, faith was meaningful, but it was also given practical expression yeah. and um, and so it was um um, my brother and sister and I, we grew up in that. And uh, I feel like they gave us a wonderful example of uh, a practical expression of living their faith in God. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, uh, Mary, you recently wrote an article in the Diocesan Publication about uh, Robert's love for the Chicago Cubs and Abraham Lincoln. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Well, it, it, it's a fun experience to walk into Bob's office because the walls are filled with Abraham Lincoln pictures <laughs> And statues, and and of course near his desk, um, there's the big W for the wins for the Chicago Cubs, and um, you never see Bob in spring or summer without this love-worn Chicago um, Cubs hat. And I just when I when I really wanted to do a tribute to Bob, um, it, it came. I always feel that the Holy Spirit kind of inspires me when I write, and um, as I sat, I just envisioned that office, and I thought, how um, incredible is it that a man who is actually leading the way for Catholic charities um, loves uh, a team that actually has been the underdog for almost, um, what, (laughs) 107 years before they uh, they, won the World Series in 2016, Mm -hmm. and then you also have one of our nation's heroes who really was quite an underdog himself you know mm-hmm. he struggled he went through depression he had all kinds of different heartaches and mm-hmm. and struggles and um he really wasn't somebody who maybe appeared like oh wow he's a winner right away right. um he was kind of an underdog and i thought um here these are um you know you have a, a hero that uh, bob's in lincoln in lincoln and his favorite team and these are both you know kind of coordinating with underdogs you know? You no know, and i thought um, how how ironic is that that the leader of catholic charities it, it has those two Two models of um, inspiration for him, and and I really do feel that in many ways it represents what Bob leads through Catholic Charities. He never gives up on anybody. He believes that you know there's potential within all of us. Um, that you know there's an there's a little bit of an underdog in all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that little bit of a caterpillar that crawls through life, and and you just need that kind of um, belief that that we're gonna be able to empower you and transform you to reach your full potential.
0: Yeah. And thank you, Mary. We, we had to ask you because if we had to ask Bob about his love for the Cubs <laughs> and Abraham Lincoln, we, we would have to uh, skip our, the rest of our listeners yes, for our uh, interviews <laughs> for the rest of the day. Um, but uh, in, our, in our last minute here, uh, Mary, just real quickly, uh, we have a celebration coming up uh, yes. for Bob. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yes, we have a retirement celebration for Bob at Mayo Woodstone Barn. Um, We have some wonderful people who have supported that um, and and enabled us to have that beautiful venue. Again, I'm thanking the Powers family and um, so many other sponsors who actually have um, come together to be able to have this celebration for Bob. We encourage anyone who wants to just stop by and to wish him well um, Mm -hmm. to be there. We will be debuting um, a new agency video that night. Um, There's a program from 6 to 7, and I encourage everybody to um, watch it. If they're not able to come, they can go to Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota, and I think that it will um, speak to what Bob has done for everyone in Southern Minnesota. Thank you. Yes.